Bishop Matthew Adiminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the atmosphere of faith. Now lift up your Bibles or your tablets, whatever. So this is the word of God. Say it after me. This is the word of God. I believe in everything that is written in this book. It gives me direction for my life. It shows me my mistakes. And I correct myself through the word. It gives me direction for life. It shows me how to win battles in the name of Jesus. Amen. You put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Now, today I'm sharing with you how to share the good news with others. How many of you know that the, the gospel is a good news? We wake up every day, we have bad news. When you turn to the newspapers, there is always bad news. And bad news Cells. If you hear that a snake has swallowed a man, the way people will be interested to hear. But that is a bad news. That is what? You hear, uh, like yesterday, there was a bad news of a 27-year-old young man who been uh, sodomizing his grandmother of 70 years for Sakawa rituals amen and that is what bad news any cells any cells and that is the reason why God in his own wisdom 
said the gospel is what? Good news. Good news. We hear a lot of bad news here and there. Your beloved ones dead. Your beloved ones had an accident. And so many things. And then it's, it's like, how? But God is saying, we have what? We have good news. And we should share the good news. We have good news. And we should share the good news. Amen. Amen. But unfortunately, some of us will sit down and we don't care to share the good news with people. Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verse 18. Jesus prayed a prayer. And Jesus made a statement for you and I to be here to be born again and receive blessings from God. And sometimes we're rejoicing and every morning we want to come to church on Sunday morning like this. Because of the good news that Christ died for sinners. And we have a duty to also let others who have not experienced this. We, we have a duty to make sure those who are perishing also have the opportunity to hear the good news. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. Everybody say my father. Jesus is saying, I came to lay down my life. And I have power to take it back again. Jesus came to lay down his life. That is the purpose he was born. And God has empowered him to take it back. And that's why he demonstrated that. So that you and I could be born again. We could be saved from our sins. He paid a price. Now in verse 16, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. 
and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Jesus is saying, other sheep I have, they are not in the church. They are outside the church. And they need to hear my voice. Now the question is, what kind of sheep is Jesus talking about here? He's talking about people who are not born again. People who need to be saved. People who need the salvation of God. And Jesus said, they need to hear my voice. How can they hear the voice of Jesus? It is through you. Everybody say, it's through you. It's through you. They cannot hear Jesus speaking from heaven. But they can hear the voice of Jesus when you and I go to them and preach the gospel to them. They need to hear. And he said, they need to be brought in. So we will disappoint Jesus if we don't bring in these people he's talking about. Hallelujah. We will be selfish if it is only about ourselves and joy. We need to bring in these people to hear the voice of Jesus. And they can only hear it through you. And do you know that do you know the reason why when you give your life to Jesus, you are asked to openly confess and say, Jesus, come and live in me. Is that what you prayed about? Amen. So your voice, Jesus' voice becomes your voice. He speaks through you because he's in you. How many of you believe that you have Jesus in you? So if you have Jesus in you, it simply means he speaks through you. And that is why your actions and everything must be like a Christian. A Christian simply means Christ-like people. Christ-like people. But some of us, we think sharing the good news is the duty of pastors. No. Sharing the good news is not a duty of apostles. It's not a duty of uh, bishops only. Not the duty of apostles only. Not the duty of, of pastors or evangelists. But everyone who believes that Jesus is the son of the living God must share the gospel. Amen. You must share the gospel. Put your hands together for the Lord. Again in John chapter 17 verse 20 to 22. Jesus prayed for set people. It is so important. 
you know, because he wants those outside, those who are not born again, to be saved. He was so much concerned about them, he prayed a prayer for them. And it, it will take you and I for that prayer of Jesus to be answered. When we become obedient to preach the gospel, then Jesus' prayer will surely be answered. If not, that prayer cannot be answered. We are the answer to that prayer he prayed. John 17 we're reading from verse 20 to 22. I do not pray for this alone but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Through whose word? That means you. Through their word. Because Jesus believed that we will obey. We will do what he is asking us to do. He so much have confidence in you that you will preach to people. You will tell others so that these ones can come in. And so Jesus is depending on you for this prayer to be answered. So if we don't go out there and tell people, you know, the world is filled with fear, confusion, and, and, and so many things. Are you with me? So many things are happening. And it tells you that people need Jesus in their lives. Hallelujah. Now, in some of the nations, some people are even advocating that you can choose to marry your mother. They should. There are a brother and sister in Germany. They are battling it in court that they should. A brother and sister, they want to marry. They love themselves. They want to marry, so they should be allowed to marry. God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity 
of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is the mastery. Grab a copy now. So without the gospel, when people are not born again, look at people who believe that they have to kill people so that when they go to heaven, they will have 21 virgins. So to them, heaven is about going to have fun or sex. Look at that. A whole heaven. You reduce heaven. And that is somebody's belief. And he believed when he killed in the name of his religion, when he go to heaven, God will give him 25 and 21 virgins. So to them, heaven is reduced to sex pleasure. Amen. Why Jesus says in heaven they are not going to marry. They are like angels. So in heaven when you meet your husband, you meet your wife there, we are not going to have fun there. We are like angels. Amen. And this is why we need to go out there. Now, in some countries, People are advocating that uh, if you want to marry your dog, you marry your dog. And you can even have sex with your dog, with your goat, with your sheep. And, and it's, it's your choice. They should be allowed. And this is why we need to preach. So that you see the confusion here and there. People become lawless. But with the gospel, your life will become organized. And God will lead you in the path of righteousness. The path of righteousness is a path of peace. It's a path of decency. It's a path of discipline. Unless 
the gospel is preached to them. So Sunday like this, you don't have to come to church alone. You should begin to preach to people. Tell them that Jesus loves them. Tell them about the love of God. Tell them about the sacrifice that God made to save mankind from their sins. And that through his son Jesus, we have received grace to be saved from every punishment of sin. Amen. The next thing you need to if you believe if you believe that indeed Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 if you believe that there are others that need to be brought in others are suffering in fact sometimes little problem to unbelievers can lead them to commit suicide. I have had the opportunity of saving people through the word of God. People who were on their way to kill themselves. And it took the gospel to save them. Amen. It took the gospel to save them. And we as people, we must go out there and preach. And it will take compassion. If you don't have compassion, there's a way you think. You see, if you don't have compassion, number one, you become selfish. It is only about yourself. It is only about how much you can get. It is only about you becoming full and others going hungry. You don't care. But when you have a compassion heart, it's a different thing. You begin to think of what you can also do for others. It's not only about you, but it's also about others. And Jesus wants us to be compassionate. Some of us are too greedy. Some of us are too selfish. One of the things that growing I saw, we used to have a family house. And all the girls and the boys would gather around. Sometimes you have 12 Children gathering around one bowl of fufu. I didn't eat fufu. And sometimes I watch at them. And I look at the whole thing as a fan. And you see how people are eating. Some can, they, they can get one control one and the second one at the same time. Amen. You know, they take handful and they take a second one. And the way they will eat it and come again. And sometimes you see 
the guests among them crying because they are not being given the opportunity. Amen. How many of you have seen such a scene? And, and it shows you, but when you are compassionate, or when you, you are compassionate, you have compassion for others, you always look at the interests of others, not only about yourself. Not only about yourself. And that is what the gospel is about. So the Bible says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. 36. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary, scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send our laborers into his harvest. He looked at the multitude with compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion. We also must be moved with compassion. If you, do, you don't have compassionate heart, you can preach to people. You won't see the need of telling people to come to Jesus. You won't see the need. Of inviting people to the church. So that they can come. And hear. About the good news. You have friends. You have relatives. Sometimes when they die. You go there and cry. Have you thought about where they are going? Have you thought about where they will spend eternity? And so now we cry. And then we say, oh, God should keep you at Abraham's bosom. But Abraham's bosom, it is only those who have received Jesus. Sometimes we wish them rest in perfect peace. But the question is that, are they going to rest in peace or in pieces? And your gospel is the answer. Your preaching, the word you will share with them. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. The question you ask How can I share the gospel? And that's what I'm telling you. You need to have compassionate heart. 
You need to have compassion for people. Without compassion, you cannot preach the gospel. Now, in Matthew chapter 14, verse 14, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them, and healed their sick, and it was evening, his disciple came to him saying, This is deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. You know, the disciples saw that the people had been with Jesus. Jesus was preaching to them, and it was getting late. And the people had not eaten. And the place was desert. So they came to Jesus and said, send them away so that they will go and find something to eat. We, we don't have, the, the food we have is few. But again, Jesus demonstrated. He told them, give them something to eat. To feed this multitude. Amen. The point I want to make is sometimes it will take you sharing something with people to get their attention and preach the gospel. Sometimes it could be food. If you have compassion, you meet people every day, there are others you know, you can walk to them, you listen to their conversation. They have needs. How do you have them? Sometimes you just share. Sharing food. Amen. People come to you. Sometimes they, they can complain. Because they are unbelievers. They can tell you what they are going through. It could be marital problems. But you take advantage. It's harvest. If you want to know the harvest, people who are ready for harvest. Number one, people will come to you to complain. Audacity of faith. Is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, 
and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. come to you to complain complain about their problems complain about their needs complain about what they are going through it means they are ready for what harvest so you have to preach it to them they are ready for harvest somebody come to you today uh, um, my children and I, we don't know how we're going to feed. That person is ripe for what? Harvest. Whatever you can afford, you give to the person and you preach the gospel. You don't just say, me, uh, okay, this is what I have, please take and go. Make sure you preach to the person. Make sure you share the love of God because that will be the solution to the problem the person is going through. You may not be able to give that person all that he needs, but by sharing the gospel, it could change everything. We used to have an office at Asalam Dan. One day, a woman walked in. To the office and in those we have a lot of um office staffs who are ladies and and when you come in you are not allowed to enter my office and and this lady came here where the pastor i want to see the pastor and he was making noise and and then he wanted to enter into my office and everybody said no you but you can't do that you can't just walk in so I had a commotion and I came out. I said, leave her, let her come. She came in and then he said, Pastor, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. But I was just passing by and I saw the church sample here. But before she walked in, I just hugged her. I just, the Spirit of God said, give her a hug. So I hugged her and I said, please sit down. I said, what? Pastor, I want to kill myself. Then he brought the bag. He had this poison inside. Poison for killing uh, mice. 
He brought it out. I said, oh, why do you? And my husband called me a goat. My face is like a goat. Amen. Then I said, you are very beautiful. You are a pretty lady. Do you know that? I took time and shared the gospel with her. Talked to her. She, I mean, she became calm. There was a saloon just across our office there. I asked one of the ladies, take her to the saloon. Let, she went there, fixed her hair, came back. She was very shiny, you know. And, and then everybody would say, oh, my affair. Then she was so elated. Talked to her. And then I asked one of the listen to take her to her home. Gave her some money. And, and she was so happy. In about three days or four days time, she came with her husband, the same husband who insulted her. When she went back, you know, the husband was kneeling on the uh, corridor, was looking. What is Hey, Ohima, hey, Uti The whole thing has changed. Now the husband was praising her. And later on, the man came with the wife to come and say thank you. And I really talked to the husband to be careful the kind of words he'd been using on the wife. Amen. And there was a church nearby and I recommended, you know, they were in Tema. So I said, find that yourself a good church be the NRL show. They were there. Amen. I've met several, I can keep on giving several examples about people who wanted to kill themselves. But he took the gospel of Jesus to save them. Because the gospel is the power of God. Everybody say, is the power of God. First Corinthians chapter 1. Reading from verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Amen. So the Bible said the message of the cross is the power of God to save men. It's the power to redeem lives. It's the power to bring transformation to life. It takes the gospel of Jesus to get that one down. And so, if you are not preaching the gospel, sometimes you listen through the conversation of friends and, and you, you leave and all that you do is to laugh at them. And you call yourself a believer. You have to share. People without Christ can do silly things. Foolish things. One man testified that 
he used to drink to a stand that one day when he came the wife had put his fufu at the kitchen and you know in the village they have this mud we used to paint the kitchen how many of you know yeah we we'll call it in tree dokwa amen nchuma nchuma okay and and this man when he came here otherwise why is my he said your fufu is there where the soup is is just nearby and the man just took he just touched one of the bowls and he felt it's a decent and he started eating the fufu you know he would take handful and put it in the joker or on chuma and he was eating 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 then you know normally they they use rag so he felt it's a meat so he took it and he was pulling it pulling it so he let it and went to bed uh, today you the, the soup the meat you some hard meat so the following morning the wife woke up and the wife said saw the soup the bowl of the soup so intact so he asked the husband what kind of soup did you use for your fufu oh there was some soup there he came out and then he saw the shirt covered with this mud I said no you use you use the nchuma as a soup. And this is the same man that they've been preaching to him and he said oh, they should take away their church and their nonsense. From that day, that man told the wife, I will now follow you to church. I'll follow you to church. You see, sometimes you can pray to somebody he may reject the gospel, he may refuse, but it's a seed. There are people you have to continue sowing the seed of the gospel before they can be saved. It may not be one time, but you must continue preaching the gospel to them. Sometimes they will insult you. Sometimes they will even try to fight you. Sometimes they will say all kinds of things. But as you continue to preach, the Spirit of God will convict such one. One day, the power of God will begin to work on him. Because once you preach, it's a seed. The power of God is at work. And the perfect time will come and the person will be saved. So if you are not preaching, then you are not compassionate. 
you don't have compassion. You know about people's issues, but because you don't have compassion, all that you do is to insult them. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Everybody say compassion. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 32, Jesus continued with his compassionate work. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days. You see, Jesus was preaching to them. First day, second day, but still, some of us, our compassion will work only one day. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a must read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsa's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. made them a catch compassion so it means sometimes you need to pray for the person sometimes you, you need to think about the person and pray that God will deliver the person amen because when you are preaching to people the devil is also there to convince them not to listen to what you are saying. And so we must also 
continuing to show compassion. For three days, he was preaching to them. Three days. So your compassion should not be one day affair. It must continue. You visit the person, you continue. You need to give your life to Christ. Come, Jesus will help you. You know, sometimes it's amazing. One day I was preaching to somebody and the person's problem that he was going through was the same challenge I had. And I told the person, come to Jesus. You see, that is some of the sharp force we have about me. Jesus has not even done this for me. Why should I go and tell somebody that? It is the work of God. Are you with me? I know some pastors who needed the fruit of the womb and they were praying for others and God was giving them the fruit of the womb but they themselves. It is the work of God. So, I told the person, come to Jesus. He will do it. These are some of the things that Jesus can easily get it done. I remember when I left the place, the devil said to me, but you, is it not the same problem you have? And then you are preaching to this person. Within, I think about two weeks later, I received a visitor. And the visitor said, God has spoken to him that I should do A, B, C, D for you. And it was exactly what I needed. So preaching the gospel also, God will answer your own prayers. Let us be up there and share the gospel. Share the gospel. Be compassionate. You need to show compassion. Matthew 18 from 22. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servant. And when he had begun to settle account, one was brought to him who owned him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had. And that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying master have patience with me and I will pay you all then the master of that servant was moved with compassion everybody say he was moved with compassion release him and forgive him the debt you see compassion can do some amazing things this man was owing the king. He could not pay. So the king said, 
sell him, the wife, and the children into slavery. But still, he will pay. That was very harsh judgment. And the man fell down pleading. But the Bible says, the king had what? Compassion. And he canceled all the debt. Now the same servant, the Bible says, the same servant, when he left the king's palace, he met one of the fellow servants who was also owing just little money. He got hold of him and said, hey you, you have to pay what you owe. Me, me, I don't tolerate those things. So, I don't have heart for that kind of lifestyle. If you are owing and you don't pay, and the Bible says he arrested the man, put him into police cells. So one of the seven heard it, and he went to the king and said, "King." Are you not the one who forgave this servant his debt? They said, oh yes, yes, I mean everything is cancelled. He said, let me tell you. He met a fellow servant. He has arrested the person and put him in the Adabraka police station. He's locked up there. He said, what? Bring that servant. Get me here. Lack of compassion for souls. It can cost us mightily. Because God is expecting us to show the same compassion to others, to our friends, to our relatives. One day I went to a certain house. A friend of mine went to his house and his sisters were there. I tried to preach. He said, Oh, leave this one. When woman here seven, fell. But I insisted and I preached. I had two of them giving their life to Christ. And today, up to now, they are still born again. Don't write off people, especially those who are close to you. Sometimes you look at their lifestyle and the way they are, you can dismiss them. Now, oh, they are not serious. This ones, no. Hey, you will preach from morning to evening, they won't change you. It is not you. It is not within your power to change people. It is within the power of God. The same God who forgave you, the same God can forgive them. Let's show compassion. So when people come to you with problems, it shows harvest. A sign of what? Harvest. If they are not born again, preach to them. Give them Christ and any help you have, you can also what? Give to them. Use your life. Your life before 
and now to preach to others. Your life, the, the, the story of your life may really bring reason. It can help somebody. Oh, so this person, he used to be this, he used to be that, and now he's born again, he's a Christian, he's a believer in the church, then I will also give my life to him. So use your life and preach to others. You need to use your lifestyle before and now. Before you came to Christ, the things you used to do, some of us, sometimes when we come to Christ, we behave like we were angels. But our testimony can really bring a change to someone's life. Share your testimony. Tell them about what Christ has done for you. And that is what Jesus told the man of Gadara after the man had been delivered. The man said, I'll follow you. Jesus said, go to your people and tell them the great things the Lord has done. We need to tell people about the great things that the Lord has done. Put your hands together for the Lord. And the last thing, you need to tell people what God is doing with your life now. You need to tell people what God is doing with your life now. Life in Christ. Life in Christ. One day, I was traveling and I saw one of my schoolmates. He used to be a mocker. I remember when I gave my life to Christ, anytime I go to church on the campus, he would come and laugh at me. He would come and say all kinds of things. He would tell people, I think there's a girl in that church. That's why Adam is going to church. So anytime I go to church and come, he will make fun of me. The one day I saw him, he had deteriorated in life. Everything looked, he looked very sharp. He was a pale of the past. So I stopped. And then he came around. I called him. He checked the car. I was laughing, but still he could not recognize me. So I mentioned his name. Then he remembered. Because when he heard that my voice, yes, you are, you are, you are, you are. I said, I died, said, hey. Then I started telling him what Christ is doing with my life what Christ is doing for me now she started crying 
This is this is all that is left with us. With us, eh, if we had followed you people, you know, we're laughing. You know, and just there, I led him to Christ. I prayed with him. And I asked him to look for a church. So share what Christ is doing in your life. Some of us, sometimes we don't want to say it. If Christ has blessed you with money, let people know he has blessed you. Some of us, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, as for money, dear, Jesus has not given me all, but Meanwhile, Jesus has blessed you with money. So share with people what Christ is doing with your life. Share with people what Christ is doing with your life. I once met a lady who knew me when I used to sing in the world. And then he came and, and, and he said, hey, I hear that now you are a bushel. What are you going to become a pope? <laughs> Share with people what Christ is doing. How in the church you are serving. How happy you are. Share with people the Christ life you are leading. It's good. It's better. And then use that also to bring them to the Lord. they have questions say let me take you to my pastor sometimes people can ask you questions sometimes people can ask you questions I remember when I was young preacher I used to preach in trains when I'm coming from school and one elderly man asked me ah but these ladies now we have more women than men so why did God, if God knows that we should marry one, why should God create many women? Amen. And I remember he told him, that's not your, that shouldn't be your problem. Leave it, it's God's own problem. How he will solve it, let him solve it himself. You know, there are some questions, it's unnecessary. You don't even have to answer. But there are some you can say, let's go to my pastor. My pastor will help you. Hallelujah. From today, let us be fishers of men. Let's have compassion. Let's share the gospel with others. And Jesus will help you. You may say, I don't know how to talk. Just as you talk with your friends. Just the first time you may have some few problems, but as you keep on doing it, you will say true. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May God help you. Amen. May the power of God give you wisdom. Amen. You know, Jesus said one thing. He said, when you stand before them, don't think about what you will say. He said, don't do what? Think about what you will say. He will give you the ways to say.
Luke 21, verse 12. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. But it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. Jesus is saying he will give you what? Words, wisdom that you will speak. He said, don't plan even, oh, if I go, I will say this and that. Don't plan it. He will give you the ways. I say, he will give you the ways. Lift up your hands. Father, we pray for your grace. We pray for your divine unction. And by the spirit of God, take absolute control and give glory to yourself. We thank you for the word. We thank you that you will arm your people so that they will be able to preach the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, in Chroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.